Welcome to Growing Up Fire with Jamie Coots. Seahawk, it is our commitment to you that you have complete access to the top professionals, industry experts, and products for your fire service. We stand by the service and products we provide. We are proud of our past and we are constantly listening to our customers and exploring new ways to bring better options to the fire service. This is Seahawk. High level, safety, service, security. Please visit our website at www.seahawkservice.ca or give us a call at 1-888-791-4210. All right, welcome to Growing Up Fire, Season 3, Episode 15. I got the Chestamere rookies in the house. So exciting for me. Not so much for you guys, but thanks for being good sports about it. Um, so let's start with cheers, right? Cheers, cheers to bears, cheers. like that. Thanks for coming, guys. Quick slurp. All right. Yeah, so we're week three for you guys here in Chestamere, right? I'm getting to that point now where I get to like tease you mercilessly, so it's good fun for me. Right, so we got Victor, lives right here in Chestmere. We got uh, Logan, who lives in one of the roses, Rosewood, Rosebud, <laughs> Rose something, right? Which, which one is it? It's Rose. Rosebud. Rosebud, close to yeah. Drumheller. Yeah. All right, cool. And then we got Will from Vulcan. Yeah. Yes, the place with the spaceship. I'll put some uh, pictures on Instagram later. And, and Cam from Strathmore, right? So it's okay in Chestmere. We don't have to spit on the floor when we say Strathmore. Those are our <laughs> friends. We like them. So uh, thanks for coming, guys, right? For me, it's such a funny process, right? We start with, you know, almost 200 applicants and then you're, you know, you're literally just a name on a piece of paper and we go through it and um, then we start to get it down. You know, what skill set are we looking for? Who's coming, right? Then we have the next set of the process where you get to come in. And uh, our process time process this time was pretty cool. We'll talk a little bit about that, uh, a little different than other pieces. And then, you know, we get down to it, get down to it, and finally you get the jobs, right? And for me, it's funny because I hate to admit this to you, but when you come in, I still don't know who the hell you are because why would I, right? <laughs> like I was looking at 200 resumes and then we were looking at 60 people in the fire hall and then we were looking at 20 and, and finally it's like, okay, we hired all these people and you're kind of... A little bit remembered, right? And a little bit, a number on a piece of paper that says, hey, they scored higher than the next one. And then we finally get down to that 20. I could, you know, you remember most of the people in the 20. Um, and then you come in. And, and it's funny because for some of you, I had talked to your chiefs beforehand and they'd put in recommendations. And so for a guy like me that does all the stuff I'm doing, it's kind of in one ear out the other. And I don't really have a clue what anyone said or uh and then later on they're like oh hey you hired that guy that i was like oh shit that's cool right? that's that's cool i didn't i didn't remember all that right, right. and so it, it's kind of funny how it works out sometimes and so you know you guys are spread all over the place but you still decided to come to chestamere so so we're happy you ended up here we're happy that you got here um, and i think a good place for us to start might be just that right so you could apply anywhere. There's jobs all across Canada, right? But uh, let's start with you, Victor. What what made you pick Chestermere? Um, yeah, so uh, for me, Chestermere has kind of been a bit of a dream department for the last couple of years. I've lived in Calgary for most of my life, and I never really enjoyed the dynamic of like a big city department, uh, as I never really wanted to be like a number on a page and just kind of just be somebody that nobody will ever know. 
Um, what are you talking about? One, two, six, four. So when I like saw departments like Chestermere, I just thought to myself, like, this would be an amazing place to work. And then I did a little bit of research a few years ago and then kind of just saw what the department has to offer in regards to like the units that they have there and the responses that the department has. And that just kind of drew me to that. As it is a bit of a smaller department, you're kind of wearing multiple hats every day. And for me, that's super exciting because in the other places that I've worked at, it has been like that, where it's like you could be on an ambulance, you could be on a fire truck, you could be on a boat, could be doing high angle, low angle. So I really enjoy that that aspect of Chestermere. And then I moved out here about two years ago, and that just drove me even further to... Local citizen alert. (laughs) Right? For the record, for the rest of you, because there's still three to go. I heard they have the best fire chief in Alberta would be the right answer to start oh, with. But it's all, you know, you could go with Victor's. He has ideas too. <laughs> no, it's Another cool. fire chief might be listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What? Go with one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, a lot of those reasons is probably why I decided to come here too, right? So I, I totally get it. All right, next. Honestly, mine. I wish you guys could see his mustache. Go on my socials and check out his mustache. <laughs> I'm waiting for the comments when this comes up. <laughs> <laughs> the hair will be back in a few years, too. Don't worry. It'll be just like old times. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for me, I was working two weeks on, two weeks off up in northern Alberta for like six years, eight years leading up to this. And I was on a trip in Costa Rica for a few weeks, and I was – sitting on a beach and something said I'm kind of ready to come home, right? Because I hadn't really been home for a lot of the past few years. And I got home, went straight to work, and was kind of scrolling through the old interweb, and Chestermere Fire was hiring, and I figured, oh, why not? Nice. Hope your old boss doesn't hear that. Yeah. (laughs) How's that work, scrolling for jobs? (laughs) But, yeah, so I just, yeah, Chestermere, and, like Victor said too, I'm I'm a small town guy, so the big city kind of life ain't for me really. So yeah, fate had it. Here I am, nice sitting, nice. sitting with you boys. <laughs> Will Smith, the white one, not the other one. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the best name. Like well, later on, we're gonna dig into how your uh, time at high school was and everything. Thing, but we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I, my story is a little bit different than a lot of guys uh, getting into the fire service. Um, I got into it a little bit young, but uh, Chestermere Fire, ever since I was younger, driving through Chestermere, I asked my mom to drive by the Chestermere Fire Hall because uh, my uncle was fire chief and I was always interested in fire halls, but always Chestermere especially because I love the... Your uncle was the fire chief here? In Vulcan. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. say, holy no, no. Good connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Chestermere was always something that I, uh, somewhere I really enjoyed going through and looking at and the fire hall and everything else. I got out of high school, just got a regular job at Pioneer and then started kind of looking towards the fire route with my training with paid on call and stuff. And Chestermere was, I think there's two other departments I applied to in the whole time other than Chestermere. So I applied a couple of times and then I applied this year. Didn't think I was going to hear anything. And I went up north and met all the guys and worked with them for a little while. And 
I got back and I got an invite to the nice. two day. Must have been a hard worker. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> wink, wink. <or> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Go on, Victor. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just clued into that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I did my two days and I got the job offer and I. I almost screamed on the phone with, I think it was Carrie that called me, and I almost screamed on the phone, like, no way! And then I hung up and called my mom, and now we're here. Hung up and called my mom. You know how many times that sentence has been said on my podcast in the last three seasons? I love it. I love it. So, it's all good. Yeah. I'm 50 years old, and I'd probably still call my mom if I was excited about something. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wish I could uh, elaborate more, but Vic's already stolen all my material. And oh, yeah. <laughs> you've also stolen my material, Will. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I've been trying to get on a fire department for a long time, probably about 10 years, and I've been with Strathmore Fire Department for about eight years. And, yeah, just been plugging away. Just every time I apply somewhere, I'd look at my shortcomings and kind of build upon that, and I've really been working towards that for a long time. So, yeah, why Chestermere? small department same thing as Vic right I don't I didn't want to be a number like CFD you know yeah and you have a voice and you can actually talk to the chief and give your input be on the podcast <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know it's funny because I think the career guys from the big departments would tell you it's like it's not as bad as we all think it is right, right. Yeah. like it's a on your shift in your platoon at your fire hall it, it's kind of one of those things where you're like you know, everyone knows you at your fire hall. Everyone knows you on your platoon. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so it's probably not as bad as we all think it is, but we yeah. all say that. I mean, for me, the difference was this morning, right? I'm driving into work and <laughs> I look over and there you guys are at the Chesmer boat launch looking uh, looking at the boat and getting the sea dew in. And I pulled in. I don't know if you guys even remember this conversation, but oh, right? Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what, what is job sucks, eh? <laughs> you, you got your water rescue suits on. You're going to spend the day on Chesmer Lake. It's plus 30 outside. Again, I'm looking at all your faces everyone's sunburnt right like <laughs> just had a good day out on the lake and yeah. and uh, to me that's kind of what makes this place so special right is yeah. and victor talked mm-hmm. about it right it's like you could literally be doing anything any day you could be handing out freezies to the public you could be running a pop-up spray park you could be on the boat you could be on the trans canada highway helping people in a rescue you could be at a fire you could be helping our neighbors whatever right and so to me it's just like the, this crazy amazing place right in the middle of all these other towns and cities and so it's fun, right? And then you get back at the end of the day and you get to work with Will trying to teach him how to back up the trailer, right? So it's like, it's those pieces of the job just make you feel so good, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get to watch the farmer laughing at the other guy, and, uh, right? Yeah, being the jack of all trades. Yeah. It's something a, that really is alluring. Yeah, it's, sure. it's crazy how much stuff you have to know, right? Yeah. Just, like when you look in the bay, we only have one of every truck, <laughs> but we have everything from like a tandem axle, 100, 100 foot uh, articulating aerial, um, right down to a pickup truck and everything in between, right? Some exactly. days only the aerial. Only yeah, this morning was like only the rescue. Day. But uh, the rescue. at the end of the day, it's kind of that whole cool piece where um, you get to learn everything, right? Yeah. And so for us, I, I always laugh and it's, uh, I've been here now for three rookie classes and uh, the first day, right, everyone's just like got that worried look on their mm-hmm. face and like, I'm trying to be cool, but uh, yeah. right, and everyone has different colored pants and different shirt and right, it's like, you know, and then as the weeks go by, our uniforms all turn into the same. Everyone starts to tell jokes. Everyone starts to relax. Yeah. You could tell you're the new guy because in the kitchen, you you take like 
a baby's size food portions because you don't want to take too much. And then later on, like four weeks later, you're like the rest of the firefighters eating out of a bowl that would fit over your head, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so, but it's all just part of that new experience, right? It's just like, well, I don't know. Can I take a pop out of the fridge? Am I supposed to eat eggs in the morning? What? Oh, where I put my dollar? Where I put my dollar? (laughs) (laughs) I was a kitty. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Why do they have a cat here? (laughs) Why do we have to pay so much money for it? (laughs) And so, so it's just fun to, right? And now we're getting to that point where you'll be like, well, I wonder what shift they'll put me on and who, you know, who will I be working with and, and all of that. And I'm not going to tell you, Cam, so <laughs> stop looking at me like that. But, uh, we're, you know, it's, you start to get so close to that point where it's like, oh, I got here and it's intimidating. Even though you were all firefighters somewhere else and, and you all have experiences you bring to the table, it's still different because now it's someone else's fire department and they do it their way. Um, like, I won't lie. I had Chestermere 32 years in the fire service. And for a couple months, you're still like, oh, you know, like, I don't want to piss anyone off. I wonder how they do things here. I won't. Mm. Right. Eventually, you know, you get, uh, I got the big job and now I don't care what they do. So <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can do it my way sometimes. Right. And so, but up to that point, you don't, you know, you're, you're always nervous. Right. Yeah. You can pave your own path. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. I think you know that's a good way to put it, right? You yeah. you do have to you, you have to fit in with what they're doing and how they're doing it, but you also have to bring your own piece to the game, right? Yeah. And it's the the fun part of watching you guys, the strengths and the weaknesses, and the you know some of you are are super. Uh, actually, all four of you are super quiet, which is unusual, but that's okay. We'll break you of that habit <laughs> so pretty yeah, soon. You'll be. Ways. Yeah, yeah, that's right. These guys got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one year and one day, it's like, who are these guys? Oh, yeah. my God. And it's kind of a cool place, right? Because we get to bring rookies on almost every year, and we probably will be for a few more years. And so you get to see this development through the ages. So that that's good, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about – let's take a step back. And this is kind of a growing up fire thing. Oh, yeah. You can't be quiet. When you open a beer, it's like slamming a cupboard at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's right. There you go. All the people listening right now are probably cracking a beer, too. Unless they're driving, then stop it, you guys. And so, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's just uh, fun pieces. But So let's think back to um, why you wanted to be a firefighter, right? And I, I love – I ask that question almost every podcast – I love the answers. I get lots of feedback, lots of questions on uh, the socials about this kind of stuff, right? So we're going to go the other way now. Cam gets to go first. When did you know you want to be a firefighter? And, and you, you know, why do you think that happened? You know what? I, I, it's, so, it's very cliche. And people always say, oh, I was from when I was a little kid. But I did when I was a little kid. But I kind of lost that between high school and probably just after high school. And I, I actually kind of felt a little pressured in high school from all of the uh, career counselors and they're like, you need to pick something. And I wasn't even thinking of it. And I actually wanted to be a <laughs> broadcast journalist. Right okay. <laughs> nice, nice. I applied to say, so get the uh, mic a little closer and yeah, talk a exactly. little deeper. <laughs> this <laughs> is Cam 95.7. <laughs> I applied to say and the panel and one of my biggest funny, cause you look back on it. one of my worst things in the fire services panel interviews. And my first thing was a panel interview at state with like Roger Rhodes and like uh, Eric Francis. It's <laughs> no, a panel interview. It was something not else. doing intimidating. Yeah, like Sate was is one of the biggest places in Western Canada for broadcast journalism, yeah. and, and I was like, I bombed it, absolutely bombed it. I was talking, I was just like, this is terrible. <laughs> that didn't get the, the 
the place in Satan. I was like, wasn't really sure what to do. Obviously, like it was took sat back and thought about it and was like, obviously, it's not something I want to do if I don't want to pursue it after that. Right. So yeah. I kind of had a bit of time to think about it. And I was talking to my friend Curtis from Strathmore and he had just gotten on with Strathmore Fire Department volunteer. And I was thinking about it just when I was from when I was a kid and I was like, you know what? I am kind of an altruistic person. I really like that kind of stuff. It is something that I've always kind of identified with helping people, you know? So I started it and I just kind of took the year to see if it was something I actually wanted to do. And after a year, after the probationary year was done and everything, it was like, this is amazing. This is <laughs> like totally this, what I want to do. This is the best job in the world. <laughs> nice. Like, nice. Yeah. So that's pretty much where that. Well, I think I know your story. You were up in the Grand Prairie working on the county Grand Prairie yeah. and you met me and, and it's just like, but go, you could, you tell it your way. Oh, you, yeah. don't, you don't have to use mine. Go yeah, ahead. That's right. <laughs> so, um, so I, st- I was pretty young when I decided I wanted to be a firefighter. Um, anyone you asked, they always said, they'll probably all say that I was talking about it since I was pretty young, like 14 years old. And younger, my uncle was fire chief in Vulcan, just the volunteer fire department. And uh, around like Lomond, where my family farmed, my cousin and all, well, my co- one of my cousins was fire chiefs and all of my other cousins were on the fire department. And I always admired, watch them run out the door and then speed way too fast down the gravel to get to the station, yeah, to, yeah. to the call and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's how it started and uh, just grew as soon as I turned 16. I joined the fire department as a junior firefighter. They called it, but I you couldn't really call it a junior firefighter because uh, there there wasn't really a program in place at that time. So yeah. it was kind of throw you to the wolves and see if you yeah you live in those smaller places out. where we're like man rules <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah my first accident was a fatal car accident yeah at 16 yeah unreal and it was yeah. and i mean i loved it i wouldn't recommend it for any other 16 <laughs> i i i rock i think i rocked it anyway and uh from then on i i mean all i did was do fire courses and everything i've missed more high school than fire courses to be honest so i go to the fire courses. your teachers are listening to this one yeah i hope they are <laughs> yeah. you said i'd be nothing and they're like yeah you're a firefighter <laughs> yeah. yeah and so then i graduated and something i struggled with that after i graduated because i already had my fire training was where do i go from here because I wanted to stay on Vulcan and be a firefighter and keep getting experience, but I wanted to go elsewhere and get on full-time. And so I kind of struggled with that. So I just took a full-time job with a grain elevator in Vulcan because it turned out it was... You worked at a grain elevator? Yeah. And you still can't back up a trailer? No. You worked on a farm and you still can't? I'm going to have to come out there and straighten out some people (laughs) in your family and find out what's going on here. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's okay. Your best, family can stick up day. for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can ask these guys. I was like, I was pretty confident when I thought we were going to be backing up the boat. And then when we saw the sea dew, I was like, oh, boys, I don't know how this is going to oh, go. Oh, I wish you didn't say sea dew because now everybody that's ever backed up a short trailer goes, oh, wow. Like, like, Give him a little yeah, grace. Yeah, right. Well, Wait, that guy's mean. Corner, like he's hauling super bees around. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's a sea dew. I used to. I don't Stick want to jump like six feet. Like, yeah. <laughs> I literally, look at that. Oh, it's so bad. And uh, where was I? 
Oh, no, yeah, nobody knows. knows. That's yeah. how these go. Great elevator. <laughs> Look at Victor. Yeah. From out of nowhere, Victor. Great elevator. Great elevator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't back up a trailer. Well done. Yeah. But good. you can drive a boat yeah. for the first time. Oh, yeah. And somehow dock it. Right. Nice. So, I worked at the Grain Elevator, stayed on call in Vulcan, got promoted to a lieutenant. And now I come here. I'm like, how the hell was I doing that job? But anyways, got promoted to lieutenant and then... <laughs> and then applied here after I was up north with the Chestermere guys, and you guys know the story from there. So, yeah, the first time I ever met you, I think you were lit in the courtyard at uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Grand Prairie City, Grand Prairie well, College. Sure there, you it was the like, beer, so. <laughs> what? wrong story. <laughs> I didn't drink any though, I was just watching everybody. Else. No, that's true. Yeah. yeah, oh well, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny when you look through resumes, right? And it's like, oh, that Will Smith. <laughs> well, oh, well. Only, now Logan's next, there's right? There's only two Will Smiths, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, I think they're striking oh, there's down a lot. Well, well, my right. dad, my dad <laughs> and my grandpa, okay. You never slapped a guy before, did you? Oh, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> How disappointed were you when this one came through? Yeah, that's right. It's like, oh, Will Smith. Like, yeah. This is the wrong one. I, kept, I was talking about it. I think yeah, I did a podcast with the Vulcan chief and yeah and he was talking about Will Smith and I was like oh what a name oh, blah, blah, blah. So, oh. I gotta have one now we'll pick on Logan because Logan's got two first names yeah two first name guy all right all through school what's your name well you win some you lose some yeah that's how it goes, right? yeah I I don't know it's kind of funny there's a picture like way back when I was young everyone else's story but I'm dressed up as a firefighter and my sister's dressed up as a cop and we're like pre maybe preschool, right? And it's funny now, all these years later, I got hired on Chestermere and my sister went to police school. Oh, and she's a cop. And she's like, oh, wow. Oh, pretty well a cop, damn near. Dialed in right from the yeah. childhood, eh? Yeah, but it's funny. So there's that picture. So it's easy to look back on and say that. But I remember being in, I think it was grade nine, my small town class of eight kids. And the, That's how it is, though, in Rosewood or, yeah, or yeah. Stream or Creek or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Pretty much write it on this paper and why. And I think the ones that came to mind was, I remember putting a heavy-duty mechanic down, probably a farmer, but my dad always told me, well, you're not going to be farming here, so find something else to do. So that was off the... <laughs> the whole family farm is not <laughs> yeah. in your future. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, thanks. So that was out of but And, uh, oh, and a windmill tech were, were my three that I had. A written. windmill oh, tech. I got yeah. a buddy who does that, actually. Because honestly, wow. I didn't know what I was doing. That. I probably still don't even know what I'm doing yeah. now, but I yeah. probably just went through the old college one. Yeah, yeah. Those three popped no, up. No, I hear you, buddy. I, I said I wanted to be rich right? and good looking, so fail, <laughs> yeah. fail. I was yeah. sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I went to high school, and my dad's the deputy chief in Rosebud, and they were going Rosebud. through their, their EMR course, and he came home to me in grade 11, and I still remember being in my room, and he threw the EMR book down on the table and he said, well, if you want to do anything with fire, you might as well start here and left. And I remember looking at this EMR textbook and it was 
damn thick and I've never read a book in my life. <laughs> was, it, was it the Brady textbook? Was there yeah, a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot of pictures, right? Yeah. You're okay. <laughs> Brady, uh, yeah. Look at this arm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I yeah, I was like halfway through grade eleven and clicked. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll look at doing that and did my EMR at the very end of grade twelve. I had some empty classes, so I did the EMR through then and then went straight to EMT school. And that was the other thing my dad said, well, make sure you go to EMT school before you go to fire school or else you'll never go back to medic school if you go to fire first. Preach. So, yeah. so, so <laughs> I did, you know, following, following the old man. And yeah, I took EMT and then went to Lakeland College and fire. And yeah, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. All right, Victor, come on, pull it out. You got to have a better story than all this. All right, I'll try my best. <laughs> um, so, as cliche as it sounds, too, um, I've, I've always grown up wanting to be a firefighter since I was a kid. My family used to tell me that, like, when I was super, super young, they gave me access to matches, which, like, who does that to like a four or five year old kid? And I would just throw them onto the stove and watch like all the boxes just light on fire, like Jeez. over and over. We're in Calgary. This is in the Ukraine, actually. Ah, uh, light bulbs. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, they'd come home and like the kitchen is a mess. Everything's on fire. So like, I'm not really sure if they wanted, if I wanted to be a firefighter or a pyromaniac, but it's I just, a fine, it's a fine line. It it's a fine, is. Line. It is a fine line. I just, I was obsessed with fire. That's all I ever wanted. I remember for like the first birthday, I can remember, I think it was five or four years old. I asked for a lighter. That's all I wanted. I was just like, give me matches, give me lighters. That's all I want. So, the part I love the most is there's like a thousand people listening to this right now shaking their head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get yeah. it. <laughs> I just pictured a five-year-old in Ukraine lighting up cigarettes. On yeah. The- <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 It was, that was, that was the thing. And then, um, Moved to Canada, went to school here, did all that. And then coming out of high school, I still like kind of wanted to continue down that path. Lighting fires. Lighting fires, but yes. a little bit more towards putting them out now. <laughs> How old were you when you moved to Canada again? I was six. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, so it was a while ago. So you yeah. burned the house down in Ukraine. And, and then we had to get out of here. We got the No more matches in Canada. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did, did that. And then... Um, Decided that I was going to do uh, EMR and EMT program yeah. first, just because same as Logan, I kind of had a feeling that once I uh, get into fire, I might not want to go back. Yep. So, yeah, so jumped into that. And then I remember when I was doing my practicum, it was at the same time that I was doing my 1001 courses. And I just kept thinking to myself, I'm like, man, 1001's so much more fun. Like practicum was just not the same for me. Yeah, practicum was practicum. Oh, I know, yeah. right? You just <laughs> grind through it, get it over with, call it a day. <laughs> And then the funny thing is, is I was actually flying down to Texas uh, to complete my 1001s. I had like a four week boot camp down there and my practicum got extended. So I was like, listen, I don't know what to tell you. I have to go down to Texas to get this done. And luckily they were able to like switch some of my shifts around. So I finished my four days like rotation, came home for 12 hours. Next day, got onto a plane and went down to Texas to do that. Nice. Oh, wow. It was the best. It was one of the best experiences of my life. It was so much fun. I just knew that after that, that's where I would. Yeah. You hear about that. Like fire school is so good, right? Like, and we all take training differently, but no matter where you went to fire school and I've of course <clears> been to quite a few around the couple uh, North America, let's just say. 
And uh, at the end of the day, it's uh, everyone there has a smile, right? Mm -hmm. You're just kind of like, hey, this is, I'm on the path to my dream. Whatever that path is, right? However long it takes you to get there, you're on the path of your dream and you can see that, right? So it's fun for me in the morning is I come into the kitchen table and, you know, they're telling jokes and stuff, but it's morning for a firefighter that's on shift. But then I walk in with you guys and everyone's smiling and happy and excited to be there. And, you know, I'll be giving them a lecture about scenario training and how everyone has to take it serious. And you guys are all like, what? What? <laughs> Why isn't someone enjoying this? This is the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. So it's kind of funny how it goes, right? It's a, it brings energy to the fire hall that you're not expecting um, there to be, right? And it, and it's kind of cool for the other firefighters because they're asking you all these same questions, right? I even watch you guys looking at each other. Oh, I didn't know that about Victor or Will or whatever, right? And so um, new people always bring such energy to the fire hall that uh, it's, to me, I love it. It's cool, right? It's four new stories. It's four new personalities. It's four more people to tease and bug and and get through (laughs) the day, right? Which is something for all of us, right? And we all had that path where at some point we were like, hey, let's let's be firefighters, right? I always think that movie, Let's Be Cops, right? And, and uh, <laughs> yeah. we're, 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 if right? it was that easy, we'd yeah, all be firefighters. Right, yeah. I'd be on a fake department. I'm the chief, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's funny to think about that all the time. But I've interviewed so many people and talked about this so much on the podcast that, you know, we have different paths and, and different ways that we do it. Maybe it's in our family maybe it's in our blood maybe it's something we picked up late in life maybe it's just hey this is cool but at the end of the day we end up with the golden ticket right and Mm so i i often talk about the golden ticket um your firefighters now i've had nine or ten different jobs in my life and of all of those this is the best one of all the jobs i've ever seen you know this is the best one Many people, oh, yeah, wouldn't you want to be a millionaire? I mean, sure, we all want to try it for a couple days, but (laughs) I probably would just be a millionaire that had his own fire department so I didn't have to listen to anyone (laughs) at the end of the day, right? And so it's it just gets into you, and it's those fun things to, to do it. Acres Emergency Vehicles, a message from our community. A person who is risking his or her life to save the lives and properties of others deserves something as reliable as an Acres Emergency Vehicle. This is our mission, to thank these people with the best gift we can, our best effort. Our commitment includes a firefighter-driven design, manufacturing integrity, personal and professional service. We are here to serve. We guarantee personal and professional service every step of the way. Acres Emergency Vehicles, built for a life of service. Please visit our website at www.acresev.ca. Well, you talked about, you know, I got the call and I phoned, phoned my mom. So I want to slip, let's slip back to that. Right. And we're going to go around. And what I want to know is like, when you got the offer, who did you tell first and how did that conversation go? So Victor, you get to go first. And it has to be in English. Don't use Ukrainian or Russian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um, It was a crazy feeling. What's funny is I was actually working at my previous job and I was on night shift so I'd missed that initial phone call. And then so I call back, no reply, call back, no reply. I think I called three or four times with no answer. No, no. <laughs> this is I was purposely setting my alarms in the middle yeah, of the day, waking up, calling nothing. And then I went to shift and I'm like freaking out for the whole 12 hours. Don't know what's going on. I'm like, would they have sent me an email if they said no? Would they have sent me an email if they said yes? Why are they calling me? Did I provide them enough details? Like all these things are going through your head. And eventually I just stopped. Uh, 
yeah, I got a phone call in the middle of, well, it was daytime, but it was my nighttime. So I wake up and still half asleep. I'm like, hello, what's going on? And uh, get, get the golden ticket, like you said there, Chief. And yeah, I freaked out. I keep in mind, I was still waking up. So I wasn't like fully coherent. So I, I actually did yell on the phone. I was like, no way. I can't believe it. And then Vanna was talking to She starts laughing. She's like, <laughs> yeah. he I'm still freak. here. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like freaking out. I was like, oh man, like, oh, like, sorry about that. Like, she's like, no, it's all good. She's still laughing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. And then, so I hang up the phone and then I called my girlfriend. Actually, she was my first call because my mom doesn't know how to use a phone. She actually recently got an, uh, like an upgraded iPhone. She had like, I'm like blueberry. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Like, yeah. She's she, just like, she's going back. Yeah. She has no, yeah, does not know how to use a phone. So I was like, right. even if I did try Don't to call her first. Don't text Victor's mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make yeah. a joke. <laughs> and um, so I called her first and yeah, we just started freaking out. It was it was an awesome experience. Just so surreal. Just it's been something like I've dreamed about. And it just like when it eventually happened, it was just like, well, now what? Right? Like it's I pursued this for just shy of six and a half years. Um, it's like that's been my biggest goal in life for six and a half years, and I've attained it, and I'm like, well, now what? Like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Anymore. Come to my office. I'll give you some new goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was kind of how that went down for me. It was amazing. So it's cool. Yeah. Well, again, we got, wow. Hopefully there's no cops listening, but uh, <laughs> I was driving. Home. Trust me. There's no cops. <laughs> <laughs> it's growing up fire. Don't cry. Apply. So I was honestly driving home from the dump and uh, I got a phone call, looked at it, said, chest me fire. And like, like normally I don't, pull over when I get a phone call. But but this one I saw was from the city of Chesmere, so I pulled over the next approach and answered it, nervous as heck. And it's it's Vanna as well. And she goes, Hey Logan, how are you doing today? And of course of course all the classic small talk. How was your weekend? Oh it was great. Even yeah. if it wasn't You're like shut no, up and tell so me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, people I was throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh she goes, Well I'm I'm just wondering if we could have permission to check your references because we'd like to offer you a job at Chestmere Fire. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, like, do you have any preference? I was like, no, phone, phone anyone you want. Like, I was like, no, go ahead. Who's on there? My mom? Yeah. 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 And uh, she's like, yeah. And she's like, uh, we'll have a job offered to you by Thursday. I was like, Oh my god like thank you so much and i hung up and i i it's kind of i don't know weird embarrassing i don't know but i got out of the truck and just like leaned up against the box and looked onto the canola field that was across the road and thought wow okay i think i just made it like right like golden ticket yeah baby. The, the golden yeah. ticket yeah so i I yeah, I'm pretty sure I phoned my girlfriend first on the side of the road and said, "Hey, Chesmer just called." They you're okay. Your mom's not listening. They so. offered me the job. You could yeah. say you phoned her first. Yeah, but <laughs> then when I got home, I walked into the shop and dad was dad was in the shop and I I couldn't really hold it hold it from him, so I yeah, that's told awesome. him right away. It was a pretty pretty cool moment for the 
for the, the father son thing. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, after cool. All the years, so. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you call your girlfriend first, but. Your mom's is still your emergency contact right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't know that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Victor. I don't even know the guy like that. That's horrible. <laughs> Tomorrow morning. Oh, excuse me, Tio. Could I get a new form? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. Uh yeah, so I kinda started it earlier, but uh I was at home, I got the call. And I mean, all week I was, I had, my phone was on ringer, even at night, it was on ringer, full volume, just in yeah, case. Plugged into a generator, walking around. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Maybe they'll call me at 1 a.m. You know, they leave the office like 3.55, right? Yeah. <laughs> Midnight, yeah. just staring at your phone. Yeah, yeah, like, they didn't call you. Yeah. Probably hardly slept all week. Yeah. You know, I was just super excited. So anyways, I think it was Wednesday. I got the call and I looked at it and I was like, Okay, this is it. Like it's it's yes or no right now, and uh, answered the phone and it was Van and not Carrie like I said earlier, and she's like, "Hey, Will." I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> and I was like probably shaking my voice, and uh, she's like, "So, um, uh, I'm or we're gonna offer you a job with the city of Chestermere." Even she couldn't believe it. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's even dumbfounded. <laughs> Yeah. Just a minute. Is this Will Smith? She yeah. spoke a lot clearer than that. And as soon as she said that, I was just Why'd you slap Chris wrong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually she did she did make a joke about Will Smith. I mean everyone does, but anyways. Yeah. Vanna's a beauty, man. Yeah, she, she, she could have been a firefighter in another life. Yeah. hundred percent. And uh so yeah, she told me that and I mean I was probably silent for a couple seconds. I was sitting there like registering what she said and they're like are you serious <laughs> like maybe you're joking maybe you're pulling my leg and she's like yeah i'm serious I'm like oh my god i was like so then we went through what all needs to happen really quickly i probably should have asked many more questions than i did i was like i gotta go i gotta call my mom <laughs> hang up call my mom i'm like hey mom and she's like i kind of started a little bit somber she's like hey and she's at work she's a preschool teacher She's with all the kids. I can hear them in the background. <laughs> I'm like, so I got a call from Chestermere, and she's like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, mom. No fake. Yeah, like, biggest supporter. I no. Like, yeah. And and they offered me a job, and she, like, screamed. And she's in the room with all her nice. kids and her TAs and stuff, and she screamed. And then I heard the shaking in her voice, I'm so proud of you, and nice. she's crying. All the kids are cheering. Yeah. They don't know why. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> if you start Will, crying. Will, with Will. <laughs> the worst part is my girlfriend's in the room right next to me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and she could probably hear the phone call, but she, I didn't even tell her before I called my mom. So I go into the room and yeah, you'll pay for that, but it's funny. Yeah, my mom, <laughs> my mom has been my biggest supporter through all of it, even the doubts and everything. So she was pretty happy, and so was I. So nice. So was my dad, obviously, but my mom was the. All right, Cam. Yeah, <laughs> I was just coming off of nights, and I was, I totally missed the phone call. I was holding my son, and the phone call goes. I totally missed it. I'm like, oh crap! I'm like. Jules, can you hold him? <laughs> Take him. I phoned back. I actually called like the actual like number and it was like, hello, this is the city of Chester. I'm like, uh, 
I'm looking for someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, Did you call me? I'm looking for a job. <laughs> I, I just like, my, just my mind was like, it was probably Vanna. Uh, can I talk to Vanna? <laughs> nice, nice. Sends me to Vanna. I'm like, did you just call me? And she's like, yeah. We, uh, and honestly, like, I left the room and I went into my room, into our room, and then I sat in the on. I was in the ensuite and it looks out into the park and I'm looking outside. And she's talking. She's like, we'd like to offer you one of the full-time positions. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I did the exact yeah. same thing. And I was like, I... And I just, I started crying, <laughs> like straight up. And I yeah, sat down and I was like, awesome. my head between my legs. And I was like, and I had to breathe. And she's like, are you there? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm there. Yeah. She's like, I'm, I'll, I'll take when you it. Try I'll for, take it. When you try for a while, it gets emotional, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's like, oh, yeah. you know, it's here. You get the golden ticket when uh, when it's, they're not easy to get, right? So I think it's it was awesome. like 15, something like that. I think 15 recruitment, something like that. Nice. So it's like. like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I still, honestly, it's still surreal. Mm-hmm. I, it, it still hasn't sunk in even a little bit like yeah. just even thinking about it now I get still choked up still, yeah. <laughs> still sinks in every day like when you show up in the morning and yeah, yeah like, still, when yeah. I walk through the host tower into the bay and look at all the trucks I'm like no way wow yeah we're, I'm getting yeah, paid for this yeah. best thing I gotta do is just compartmentalize and just take it one day at a time yeah. <laughs> just, that's how you gotta which, do it which is funny because you like you know you all come from other fire departments so it's not I mean it's just the difference between now it's your job right it's yeah. your career it's yeah. your life it's yeah. And it's so cool how it changes, right? Because now you'll be like with your fire family and they become that, mm-hmm. right? You work with them a lot and, and they're the ones you got to count on. And they got to count on you and it gets really tight, right? So yeah. the, the best parts of being a firefighter, you all know from the different things. But I think there's some new best parts that you maybe don't even realize how good that it gets, right? 100%. It's, uh, you know, for me, I still love walking in the door every day too, right? Yeah. And uh, even on those days I'm mad, it's still still fun to walk in there and you know give them a little bit of hell and, and see everyone <laughs> scrambling around and but by the end of the day like we're all still there together we're all there for the same reasons right and yeah. even when they're giving me a little hell i guess it's all still <laughs> it's all fun right it's all all part of the job so all right so just for the record this is going to come out after your training's done so if we want to chew on the old to a little bit it's okay <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's all fair if you know anything about him that i should know feel uh, free to uh, yeah. to tell me right and uh but at the end of the day i think i want to start with the recruitment right and so our recruitment was a little different and a little uh i still think a little cool right we've had three different ones since i've been here each one a different outcome and a different style of doing it. Um, so with yours, we finally, like I said, we went through the resumes and then we got it down to some people. And then we, so we kind of went from almost 200 to 60 to 20. And then we brought some people in. I think there ended up being 15 or 16 of you that actually got to come in and spend a couple of days with us. Uh, two different groups, right? So um, I think you three were on yeah, one group. You were the same group. <laughs> and you were by yourself on the yeah. other group, right? So, and, and there you got to do like the physical, right? The interview, uh, which was the only part I got to take part in. You got to cook some lunch, you know, for the crew, which is always like 15 guys pound on the table for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, it's way more. Than you're, trying that. Yeah, exactly. a, you're trying to find a bun to butter. There's no <laughs> bun. There's like, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to the barbecue and see if I'm they need the garbage. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be taken out. I think the firefighting skills and medical skills, and I might be missing something, right? So we're, we're going to go around, and Logan, you're going to get to go first, right? So oh, I thought what, I was uh, in the middle spot. I never <laughs> said that. Now you're safe enough. Um, <laughs> and so for me, like, which part did you really love about the recruitment and which part was really hard for you personally about the recruitment? 
Well, anyone that knows, you know, I'm not really a man of pre-planning. So <laughs> I was at work for the two weeks leading up to it. Came home Wednesday, like, I don't know, late Wednesday night, landed in Calgary. Had the interview Thursday. Well, the day one started Thursday morning, yeah. right? So so I, I come home. I don't know what I'm wearing. Hadn't really prepped for much, right? I just kind of. Yeah, you know, it was my first recruitment, so I was like, you know, it's more just a, a learning experience. We'll go there, we'll, we'll take some stuff in, we'll meet some people, we'll figure what we got to work on for the next time kind of thing, right? So, so yeah, the preparing, I and especially the way it was it was laid out, right? It was the two weeks, or sorry, the two days, three different stations a day. We didn't know which was what mm-hmm. day, though. So I remember looking at the email a few times through my shift, and I was like, well, we'll just figure it out. It sounds, it sounds, kids growing up pre plan things. Don't live, don't live like Don't me. listen to me. Yeah, don't fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah, don't like, don't do it. But, um, but yeah, so the pre plan for me is what, what was it? Cause yeah, I was probably up till midnight looking for a, a tie that went with a shirt. And the one I chose, my girlfriend thought was refaulting. And, you know, she chose it out in the end, right? But your girlfriend dressed you before you came to recruitment. Everybody heard that yeah. loud and clear. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, loud and clear. And it is my mom that's my emergency contact. By the way, shameless. But anyway, uh, the the part I liked about it the most was, and I actually remember. So me and Cam, he was part of my group of three, and I remember leaving on the last day and like pretty well saying thanks to Chief and PC and all that. And I remember saying to Cam, I was like, well, at least like. You know, if you don't get hired, you know you didn't get hired like some good people, right? Because it, it was cool, right? You get to normally you go into these recruitments and you don't know how many there are, who it is, where they come from, right? But we had a group of, I think, nine on our day. And yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'd imagine it was probably a tough choice because you met all these good people from all over in Canada, it was in our. Yeah. in our class right so yeah yeah and you meet new people and kind of share all those experiences together and and you get to work as a as a team through right it's not your individual thing that's spread out over nine months like some departments right yeah. so I'll, I'll give you credit on all four days right you didn't make it easy which is you know that's yeah. good yeah. right because you, you're looking for the best candidates that you can get no matter what but usually it becomes more clear more quickly, yeah. right? And so it was, uh, for me, it was fun because it's more of a challenge to actually yeah. go through the data and and uh, go, okay, well, how, how are we going to, you know, pick the right people yeah. here, right? Because so. when we applied, it was one full-time position, one temporary. And I'm sitting there in that classroom, I'm like, man, two people? Yeah. I ain't going to be top doing Sitting here in cowboy boots, no, I don't even know where I am right now. Right? <laughs> Sparkly yeah. cowboy yeah. boots. The one other rancher is like, get that guy, pick yeah. him. Like, That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Okay, well, you get to go next. Oh, I time. thought it was going. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> no one knows what I'm doing. Yet. Well, you're used <laughs> to that now. Yeah, Come on. that's fair. <laughs> uh, so with the recruitment, obviously, uh, mine was a little bit different. You guys all kind of got an email with what was going to happen and what days you were going to do it uh, about a month before, like June 23rd or whatever that was, right? Well, I got mine, I think it was th- three or five days before. So 
I got back from up north and all the guys worked my ass off where where I could. And then I got the email and I was like, oh, oh, wow. This is in less than a week. So uh, from there, I called my chief right away and I was like, what do I do? What do I need to do right now? And he was like, you need to prepare. You need to set up your phone. You need to start doing interviews. You need to hit the gym hit the f-bomb gym <laughs> and stuff like that everything so yours was exactly opposite of logan yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> well i was kind of like he I had three days prepare out a month and he's probably still more prepped than i was yeah. I was, just like, I was like you know i just don't think i have enough time i think i'm just gonna wing it and then my he didn't let me um he told me to get ready get he sent me some interview questions he really helped me a lot with that part um, he actually did a mock interview with me and then I set up my phone and I sat there for probably four or five hours and just interviewed myself and tweaked things. And then I think I threw it all out the window once I actually got to the interview. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So you're happens. always nervous in the yeah. interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think you're nervous. I had to interview 16 people, man. I was yeah. terribly nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had to listen to all that. So what so what was the hardest part? The interview? The no um the hardest part for me was probably the medical scenario because I didn't prepare for the medical scenario, but okay. I, I felt good going into it. The interview I was really nervous for and then once I got in there with you and Brent and I was like, okay, I think I can talk my way through this <laughs> hopefully and then uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to dig into that later yeah, we got a story about that yeah. that's super funny <laughs> yeah. once we turn this all off and yeah. we drink some more beer <laughs> but what was really good about the recruitment process i mean i've never been to a recruitment before but uh, being in there with all those guys i left that and when i called my mom on my way home from the last day of the recruitment i said i left it all out there and I don't think I'm going to get it, but I'm really happy with what I did. And there's a lot of good people there. So it was really good to have everyone there. And no. I think there's some good advice so far. Both of you give new recruits some good advice. Yeah. Slash bad advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's advice not to do. That's, right. that's me, kids. <laughs> All right, Cam, how about you? I prepared a ton <laughs> and from what I could. So, like, obviously there was, like, swimming assessment, medical scenarios, Station assessment, I wasn't really sure on. That was the only thing mm-hmm. that that was probably the thing I bombed the most. We got a good. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't touch on that, but we were in the same group and I we absolutely just that. like bombed it. <laughs> I remember looking at deputy chief and TO, and I was like, "But I'm never seeing you again." Yeah. <laughs> we picked a video and we didn't really prep it. Oh, was that the fire yeah, prevention? That was thing. a fire prevention oh, yeah. thing. Okay. We yeah, picked the video. We didn't watch it. Singing on the TV in front of these two, and I'm like, and it was like <laughs> for five year olds. It was straight up for five year olds, and we're like yeah. playing it for like a the yeah. DC and the TO. You had no like, idea how fitting that was. No. Right? <laughs> audience <laughs> yeah. but like i prefer your to loves elmo <laughs> but i i prepared for as much as i could like working out all the time but my biggest 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 thing is talking in front of people talking about yourself so interviews panel interviews like i said earlier i actually hired uh uh fitness like an instructor like oh yeah okay. she she coached me like an interview coach like probably five or six sessions and we were doing like first one was in person and then we kind of talked about like just different styles different questions different types of questions star star format and then like different 
So basically, like same prep as Logan. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Because I've I've done interviews. I've I've gotten to that point where you do the interview and you and like I did one last year with Thomas Strathmore and I, I was embarrassed. Quite yeah, frankly, like, yeah. you're like, is this over? Can I go? Well, I got it after that interview. I got into my truck and I put my head against the the, the steering wheel. I was just like. <laughs> yeah, I can't take this. <laughs> I couldn't do it. But yeah, I know it. Honestly, that was one of the coolest recruitments I've ever been a part of. And just because you can see everyone work as a team. And I was the same with Logan. Like, I, honestly, like the way everyone worked together and those, you can see everyone's skills and everyone's skill set and everyone's like teamwork. It's like, how am I ever going to get a job with these people? I've never, um, these people are like amazing. And I was just like, well, I'm just honestly happy to be here. And if there's anything I can fix, then I can fix it <laughs> for next time. Right. Yeah. It, it was, it was a great recruitment. A lot of, a mm-hmm. lot of good people. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, there really was like, seriously. Uh, so it was unique and I loved it. That was the coolest recruitment I've ever been a part of. So Victor, you had two separate days. You never got to meet all these guys until it was time to start. So yep. what was like for you? What was the hardest part of the recruitment? And, it was a honest overall i thought it was really good i had a ton of fun with the recruitment itself for me i had about three just under three weeks to prepare for for the recruitment itself like these two here um not like logan there's that word again prepare i gotta always what i text you i already text you (laughs) (laughs) um yeah yeah, for me i just um (laughs) right off the hop i like Got an interview coach, was preparing for that, uh, ended up going out and buying a brand new suit and everything and all new fresh clothes. And I was like, yeah, I was I was taking it very seriously. I was <clears throat> didn't know exactly what the swim test entailed, but I was like, no matter what it means, I'm just going to swim. So I was swimming every other day, which uh, kind of ruined my back. But, you know, that that was all right. It was worth it. <laughs> um, Logan's in the bathtub. Yeah, he's just hanging out. I'm like, man, I can't even swim. <laughs> Why do they invite me? I hope I get a PFD for this. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was it for me. And uh, for me, the, the, the most fun thing that I had during the recruitment itself was just being able to interact with everybody, both the full-time firefighters there as well as the, the recruits all trying to get the, the, the job i felt like we built connections with everyone because we were all in the same boat but it was nice to also like go into the kitchen and hang out with all the guys there and just kind of talk you, you really got to see like this one especially you got to see all the bonding right mm-hmm. so yeah. usually your recruitment's like i'm against that person that yeah. person's exactly. against yeah. me and yeah. you, you get a lot of this this one was like you could see each two-day session was like that nine people or eight people was a group but then in that you got split into groups mm-hmm. and those groups were yeah. a group and so at the end it's only two days but it's so intense that you're like you know people are changing phone numbers and high five yeah. you hey, find yourself hey. rooting for people yeah. You yeah. Do. Like, it's really really good. yeah you're like oh as much as i want to beat you i'm like you're such a good person yeah, <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. yeah uh, i was on that boat too and like even we were doing a lot of the firefighter skills and i remember doing like the um search drills and stuff and we're just yelling at each other and like working with as a team and it was just so much fun you're like as much as i'm competing against this person i really i'm rooting for that person so uh that was really great from the recruitment however for me the number one thing i found challenging was the medical reason behind it is because i've worked in a different like outfit for the last two years and we respond to a fair share of medicals so i got used to the way like we do things Mm -hmm. and the way a textbook and the way like the structure of a medical runs is so different from when you're actually on car and like how you actually run calls. So I'm like, I can't just walk in and be like, Hey, are you breathing? 
how's your blood pressure? Can you walk to my ambulance? Right. That's not how it's done. Like on a structural form uh, versus like on car, you're like ABC. Can you walk? You're on an industrial site. You're like, get in the ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you cut your finger off. That's what you want. Get in the ambulance. Yeah. Like it's all good. Yeah. So that was, that was definitely a little bit challenging, but even when we went in, I found it not as bad as I expected it to be uh, just because it was very like candid conversation and we were able to just kind of hit every single point uh, without necessarily having to go through like the entire structure of it. So it a little bit nicer. Awesome. All right. So training, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about that. So you guys, I mean, you get a list on day one and, and there's, you're going to be learning four weeks worth of stuff, right? Which is crazy. And so the thing that you've liked the best so far, go Cam. Oh, well, Will and hasn't go. started first. Yeah, I think it's Will. As a, who started. cares about? Him? <laughs> <laughs> He's just over there. Right. His mom texts him like four times <laughs> over talking. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really have anything to do with all of the uh, the actual like training that we've done, but the scenario based training that we did yesterday <clears throat> with the hazmat scenario that was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was the coolest thing I've done in a long, long time. And it was cool because we were actually used used some of the training that we did like the, the day before yeah. exactly and it's like it's like the whole law of recency thing you did it one day and then you it's actually good. were able to for the record jordan does not want to kill you guys because he asked me if you did okay and i said yes so <laughs> i covered for you thank you yeah, right. yeah, uh, <laughs> all right well what do, you, what do you like best so far well first of all such a close-knit group of guys right here i mean we've been we've mm-hmm. already our friendship has already really gotten pretty big um we're always talking and joking logan around was just sticking up for you yeah, that's didn't the help, first but he was time. trying. It doesn't happen. Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that. To be yeah. fair, I feel like when I was teasing you about backing up, Logan enjoyed it too much. Oh, it was did, too much. Yeah. I had to get him to like. Come if it down wasn't you, it would have been him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, Will's mom. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to this. <laughs> um, the best part about uh, recruitment so far, as for training, um, I mean, I've never even driven a boat until today. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I love today. You're from Vulcan. It's just like spaceships and cars. Yeah, exactly. Right? I get to ride on the ship, tube. Not that I, got ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any Star Trek stuff, but I'd be hammering you right now. But yeah. it's all. It's you're good. getting away clean I here. don't either. <laughs> Logan, how about you? What did you. I like how kind of like. You know, like I know what you like. like oh. How prepared it is. How, oh. how it's all laid out. The, 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 the structure. I yeah, can, that's okay. unreal. I'm putting words yeah. in your mouth now. Go ahead. No, Go ahead. I didn't know what that was until about three weeks ago Monday. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Mr. Slimman, sir, what is what is this book? <laughs> no, but, uh, What's all this send? It's yeah. a schedule. What's all this literature? Anyway, um, but I like how we got our group and like Will said, we've come like pretty close, pretty crappy group of guys overall. <laughs> but anyway, and we kind of got our our recruit training guys going. But then just outside the door, there's the guys that are on the floor that have been here for everywhere from one year to nine years to 20 years, right? 30. So, And they're just outside the door, right? So we got our thing going, then we'll have lunch with them, or we'll be doing some training with them, or we'll be out, you know, in the public showing trucks with them. So kind of that gradually putting us kind of onto the floor mentality while still getting us covered in that training is kind of the biggest yeah, thing start to me. see those yeah. interactions yeah yeah awesome. it's not just the classroom thing right and it's yeah, yeah kind of That's mixing awesome. all those together wait till next so. week yeah <laughs> all right I victor ahead. What for is you uh, how much uh yeah you haven't looked ahead <laughs> 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 victor what's your favorite so far um for me i think the 
the number one thing I like the most is just the fact that we're just getting right into it. We're just being thrown into it. We're on the floor already on week two, kind of going on calls where we can. Um, every day is jam packed. Like there's never a moment where I'm like, oh, what should I be doing? So I was like, why do I not have enough time to get everything done? So I love being able to just constantly get after it and just like do stuff nonstop. Um, it's just fun. I don't know. Yeah. Love interacting with the crews. Love it. Love having you guys here. So one more cheers. cheers. Thanks boys. Cheers. Thanks for coming over. And, uh, thanks for being on the podcast. We'll have you again like a year from now when you're actually our real firefighters. Man. Awesome. <laughs> thanks guys. Thanks for listening to growing up fire today. Follow me on Instagram at chief coots to comment or send questions. We appreciate your support.